Hey everyone, I'm Bert from Immature Stoners, and this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. Come and get stoned with us as we sit down and smoke with your favorite local artists. What's up guys, it's Larry the Lion. I'm fucking stoned as shit here with Dabbing with Washington Artists. For today's series of dabs, we will begin our smoke session with an L.A. Kush cake, a banana urkel, and a fruit roll-up. And we will round out the session with an animal mince, a Chernobyl, and a Maui Waui. Hey everyone, I'm Bert with Immature Stoners, and this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. And today we are joined by our new buddy, Larry the Lion. What's up guys? How's it going? Actually the second lion on our show. Oh crap, yeah. who was the first lion? So we had Lion Mane. You should check out Lion Mane's interviews. He was a lot of fun, but you know, okay. but like now we have we have a pack or we now have a forming pride. Hey, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, we gotta stick together, man. Maybe uh, maybe I'll shout him out and see about linking up with him. We'll <laughs> link this one just for just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Man. Um but anyway, uh you ready to get stoned? Yeah, let's do it. Fun? Let's do it. Fuck yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, so we're going to start off today. we got some L.A. Kush Cake. L.A. Kush Cake is an indica-leaning hybrid with a subtle earthy and minty terpene profile and is known for its creeper effect that tends to leave the smoker feeling couch-locked. We found a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on Center Ave in Tacoma. That was a really smooth hit. Hell yeah. It was really nice. Yeah, that's super, super nice. So uh, the first thing I'd like to ask everyone on the show, uh, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? Oh, man. For me, it's kind of, I'm one of those people that, you know, since the time I was 13, I've, you know, advocated for weed. I've been a regular stoner, you know. Growing up in Alaska, it was one of the places that, you know, in my experience, had the less uh, negative stigma about it. Okay. You know, there was a lot more uh, positivity around weed. You know, even even the cops, you know, when I was growing up, like if you had weed, like a joint or something, they would just like stomp it and tell you to get lost. You know, <laughs> you're not you're not probably not going to get a ticket, you know, or at the very worst, you might get like a little fine or something. But, you know, so for me, you know, it's always been kind of fairly normalized, you know. Um, I also use it medicinally for things like anxiety, you know, Absolutely. when I feel depressed and things like that, it helps me, you know, with, I mean, you know, as much as, as much as something can help, you know, I've never really felt that, uh, prescription pharmaceutical things work for me very well. So I always like herbal remedies. I've always encouraged other people to, to try it out if uh, if they feel like they need something like that, you know, see if, see what works for them, you know. Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, my grandma passed away when I was younger from lung cancer, and that was also something that was me and her were very close. And I felt like, you know, if there was more access to like things like we have now, you know, uh, concentrates and tinctures so yeah. yeah all yeah. that kind of stuff cbd you know i feel yeah. i felt like any and all of that could have had a place to at least you know maybe not treat but maybe help take away some of the pain you know i'm sure. not i'm not here to to say that weed is the cure for cancer or right. anything like that right but i do believe that it helps people you know Absolutely. and for me it makes me feel a little bit more normal and it also helps me express myself with my music, you know, it helps inspire me and make, you know, make me feel like I can yeah. zone out with my instruments and record a new song and 
then get more stoned afterwards to celebrate, you know? <laughs> exactly. I did good. Time to smoke again. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you have any favorite strains right now? Like, do you have uh, anything going on that you really like? Gosh, that's really hard for me to say, man, because I just, I feel like I'm very indiscriminate towards weed nowadays, right. you know? Yeah. I had, you know, last year I worked at a garden and I started learning how to grow. I'm no, I'm no expert or anything like that, but, uh, you know, I learned the, the basics of like growing, you know, auto flowers and stuff like that. And I just kind of feel like a lot of the sativa, indica and all that stuff is kind of like marketing now. You know, a lot like, of it is, yeah. like, like everything I think, I mean, obviously I'm not saying that there isn't any pure strains or anything, but I think most of it's hybrid. And I think a lot of it's kind of like people just throw adjectives on, onto things. It's the, a lot of it's the dirt profiles that make the big difference. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Oh, uh, see, and that's, that's the thing like that, you know, I love the different tastes of different strains, but honestly, I, I love it all, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. There's different reasons to love different, different yeah, strains. It's really hard for me to pick a favorite, you know? But if I'm gonna throw a strain out there, I guess I'd say Alaska Thunderfuck, cause you know, hometown, hometown yeah. strain, man. You know? <laughs> Matt Muscus is sitting in the valley. Mm-hmm. All right, well, sorry, we're gonna uh, we'll get on to this one next. Oh, yeah. We got some uh, banana Urkel. Banana Urkel is an indica dominant strain bred in Washington and is known for its creeper effects and rich terpene profile of bitter banana bread. We found a gram of these diamonds and sauce at a shop on Broadway in Everett. intense <laughs> and i felt it and i love it uh so the second thing we'd like to ask everyone on our show um yeah. how has living in washington uh, influenced your sound gee man that's a tough one because uh i'm pretty new to the to the area like i said uh i i'm from alaska originally born and raised so you know northwest kind of in that sense but uh you know, I've been traveling around a lot. I most recently lived in Texas, which was totally different from here in every way. You know, <laughs> hot, humid, the grass was sharp and yellow. And, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to talk shit about Texas because I still have a lot of people I love there. I want to come back and visit, play shows. So this isn't a smear campaign or anything <laughs> like that. I'm just telling you guys the truth about my experience of, of my travels and things like that. And, you know. COVID, uh, the pandemic, you know, fucked everything up for a lot of people. And that actually ended up bringing me here to Washington because I have a lot of family here. And, you know, I just felt like it was time to be closer to nature, too, because I was in a very, uh, very concrete city environment. And obviously there's a lot of that here, too. But I love that, you know, it makes me feel more at home as an Alaskan being around the trees being around the mountains, around the snow, mm-hmm. you know, it gets darker at the, you know, similar hours. It gets bright, like early in the summer, you know, yeah. like in Alaska, it's very, it feels very much like home, okay. you know, except here. I think that Washington is just a little bit more relaxed than Alaska even too. And I love Alaska, you know, like I'm from there. I spent, you know, all my, pretty much all my childhood there, you know, and, uh, Washington's just got a chill vibe. You know, everybody I meet here is just super fucking cool. You know, 
I just love that there's just so many, so many weed stores, you know. And so, so many. <laughs> so many weed stores. I love that, you know, I, I know it's a little off topic, but I like that there's a lot of people that are into like, you know, mushrooms and stuff around here, you know. And I see there, there being a future with that too, that it's very exciting. You know? the, uh, Again, I, I have a feeling Washington's going to be legal on those here pretty soon. Well, I mean, Oregon's already there. Yeah, so, Oregon's already there. Yeah, Colorado's doing it. Yeah, yeah, so that was another big reason why I just knew I had to come here, too. Because, you know, for me, that's, you know, another part of, like, the, you know, I want to microdose. Yeah. And use that for, you know, as what other people would use, antidepressant, you know, prescription medicine. And I'm not hating anybody yeah. for that. But for me... I feel like, you know, more natural things are more better, more beneficial for me in my brain, you know? Sure. So, uh, so yeah, there's just a lot of things about Washington, man. The, the nature, the people, the weed, uh, the music, uh, that dude, that's another thing. That's like the biggest thing of them all, you know, Seattle, Bellingham, Tacoma, Absolutely. Everett. There's all these different places all these all the places around here are just hubs for music even portland you know if you go a little yeah. out of the way you know like it's 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 a good it's just a good area you know oh, yeah. and it's definitely been influencing my music more it was kind of part of why i rebranded myself you know my name is larry lee hansen you know i've been making music for years you know of all different kinds mostly metal alternative you know made ambient electronic all that stuff oh, yeah. but when i came here to uh to Washington, I felt like I wanted to kind of get in touch with the nature side of my personality, you know, because I'm kind of a wild child. So I decided I wanted to be Larry the Lion, you know. Oh, yeah. And I'm a Leo, you know, so. <laughs> so go. that kind of tied it in too, you know. Yeah, Washington is definitely becoming part of my musical identity. And my goal is to just be, you know, releasing a lot of music and playing shows here just all the time soon. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. It's going to be sick. So for our number three today, I think you're going to like this one. we got some Fruit Roll-Up. Fruit Roll-Ups is a well-balanced hybrid that brings the best of both worlds with an energizing high that is as cerebral as it is physical. This fruity and sweet flavors will have you reminiscing of the carefree days of eating Fruit Roll-Ups in the sun. We scored a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop on Route 99 in Linwood. I can smell that from here. I'm going to hold this one for an extra minute. Super tasty, man. That was the best one so far. Dude, I, I instantly feel that one. <laughs> uh, so uh, you play multiple instruments yeah. as well as sing. Yeah. Um, so what are your what was your first instrument and uh, what was the inspiration to learn it? Uh, yeah, so my first instrument, my first real instrument was electric guitar. Okay. Uh, I, you know, had acoustic guitars when I was a little kid, you know, wasn't ever something I was actually serious about. I would just kind of openly strum it, you know, just like a kid would. Sure. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, but when I was about eight, nine years old, I got really into bands like Linkin Park and... All the classic, yeah. all the dude, it, it opened the floodgate, man. You know, Hell yeah. So I really wanted to get an electric guitar, and to me that was like you know kind of like the Wayne's World bit of him like admiring the guitar in it the case. Yeah, but just like any electric guitar, I would go into the the local music store back in Alaska. It was a uh, Matt Niska Music. 
used to go in there and they just had all this crazy awesome selection of instruments guitars and stuff but they were so fucking expensive because oh, yeah. i was a kid and it was alaska and if you didn't work on the slope or something like that it was kind of hard to to get something like that you know so uh for my 10th birthday my parents got me this really nice electric guitar it was uh, like a blue stratocaster it was like turquoise oh, cool. and it was a generic brand it was some pawn shop guitar but i fucking loved it dude oh yeah i loved it i had started just you know i went from like just like openly strumming not knowing how to really play and then i was like fingering little notes and learned about chords but you know listening to those kind of bands and then just all the heavy bands i listened to afterwards got me into like power chords and it just became like this progression, you know what I mean? Everything just took off from there. Like I started writing my own riffs and, you know, Chester and from Lincoln Park and like, you know, bands like Deftones and Papa Roach and System of a Down. Like I wanted to learn how to scream. Okay. So, you know, I started doing like the, like the Melissa Cross thing of just like, you know, just trying to make sounds like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> just like stupid shit like that and then yeah. before you know it I'm like Whoa! you know like with a little bit more power you know yeah. and that's just you know not I'm not saying I'm the the god of screaming or anything like that I just I love it it's a passion you know it's something I've been doing for for close to two decades you know and it's a lot harder than a lot of people think it is especially to do it without hurting yourself you know yeah to do it correctly yeah oh yeah no for me it's completely completely natural i don't feel any pain or discomfort when i do it and i can do it for a really long time if anything if i do it for a long time i might like knock the wind out of myself but that's if i'm really really pushing but that's breath control and that's a little different that's a little yeah exactly but as far as like form and technique and just like projecting the sound you know i've definitely learned how to do it at least in my own way my own style you know and yeah so it's just it's been a fun progression of just learning for years and it's a passion you know fuck yeah right on all right so we're at the halfway point man how you feeling so far oh i feel awesome dude i feel loosey-goosey and enjoying this conversation and enjoying the dabs (laughs) and having a good time man excellent well we're gonna move on to our number four today with some animal mints Animal Mints is an indica-leaning hybrid known for its intense physical and cerebral high and tendency to leave the smoker feeling detached and with the floating sensation. We found a gram of this sauce at a shop in Soto. Yeah, man. Um... Started to pass that to you, stoner habit. <laughs> right. So you recently released your song "Bipolar Bear," yeah, uh, which is going to be part of the upcoming album uh, "Lion Lion Mode Volume 2. Yeah. Um, so, what can you tell us about that? Uh, well, it's actually just uh, one of my first songs getting back into music. It's uh, a couple of my songs uh, over the recent years have basically had some like reused or i should say unused like previously written material riffs and stuff like that so i have like a lot of uh, a collection of different riffs and ideas that i've had over the years that never really made it into a an actual song format so a lot of that was already there but it's kind of a song about like a it's a narrative of kind of like past relationship 
you know, kind of the dysfunctional dynamic, you know, when a person you're with wants to be controlling in a relationship and right. things like that. And it's also just about like the mental struggles that we go through in life with those kind of, you know, events, I guess you could say, okay. yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Kind of very, uh, I've already said it earlier, but it's kind of like a very Lincoln Park-esque approach to the lyric writing, I think. Okay. You know, kind of an angsty song, you know, but... Yeah. Excellent. And um, when can we look forward to seeing some more uh, or the album release or um, coming up? Yeah, I'm hoping in the next couple of months, maybe in the next one or two months, I'm hoping to have it out. Uh, I already have a couple of the songs done. It's going to just be like a like a five song thing. Okay. So nothing too crazy, but that's already pretty pretty close to being done it's like halfway right now so nice yeah so i'm thinking probably in the next two months it'll be out there fuck yes yeah look forward to it hell yeah appreciate it man i was about to make a really messed up segue we're just gonna go on to the <laughs> next one and it's chernobyl okay uh, chernobyl is an uplifting sativa dominant strain known for leaving smokers in a haze while elevating moods and is great for social events and gatherings we grabbed a gram from a cute shop in Arlington on 177th Street. talked a little bit about uh, your upcoming volume two yeah uh, how do you see uh your sound having changed between uh, volume one and volume two um well it's really kind of since volume one was more of just a single and that song is kind of more of like a hardcore kind of hardcore punk screamo kind of sound i think it has a really epic you know kind of rock riff in there too but uh I think that Bipolar Bear is a lot more of kind of like an electronic rock okay. uh, alternative kind of sound okay. on top of the heavy, you know, because there's also like, you know, I don't want to spoil the song. You got to listen to it yourselves, guys. But, uh, you know, there's a sick breakdown that's uh, worth listening to in there that gives it kind of like more of a modern feel as well, I think. Okay. And uh, yeah, so for me, my whole thing is, you know, all the songs are going to be metal or alternative in some way but i kind of wanted to constantly be being evolving in the sense of ex experimenting with my sound and stuff okay. so there's going to be a lot of different uh different sounds on volume two but they're all going to be you know a lot a lot of aggressive songs so Hell yeah yeah so but there will be some surprises in there so and uh and i imagine there's probably a difference in like lyrical shift as well uh that part's kind of being worked out a little bit uh, at the moment. I think it's more of kind of a collection of songs than anything. Okay. Because uh, I tend to write in more of a the music comes first sort of sense. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, certain songs I'll have lyrics already in my mind for them. But some songs, lyrics are kind of just to emphasize the the music the, the, the punch, feel of it punch yeah. of the music so yeah so so all that stuff's kind of uh in the works and it's kind of you know kept under wraps for now okay i want it to be a little bit of a surprise but uh i think it's going to be worth listening to when it comes out hell yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely have to check it out all right so for our last dab of the day we have some maui wowie oh nice it's a classic Maui Wowie is a classic sativa-dominant strain with hints of earthiness, pineapple, and lemon, 
and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker chatty and creative. We scored a gram of the sugar wax at a shop on 88th Avenue in Bellingham. Yeah, we've been having fun with it, though. Oh, hell yeah, man. We have a lot of interesting people. I'm having fun right now, dude. Thank you for having yeah. me on here, man. Hell yeah. Seriously, it's it's really cool. Um, all right, man. So uh, you are the founder of Just Noise Music. Yeah. Um, hell yeah. What can you tell us about your goals with the, with the label? Well, for just a little bit of background real quick, uh, I started Just Noise Music back in 2011. And that was a, I was a teenager then. I was like 16, 17 years old. And uh, it was just like my projects and like my collaborations. You know, I had SoundCloud and stuff. So there was like a lot of like internet musicians that I had collaborated with and stuff. And, you know, some local people back in Alaska and things like that. Sure. And uh, that was just kind of my way to promote my music. Uh, but I stopped doing it a while back. And I tried to reboot it in 2020 uh right before the pandemic happened <laughs> yeah and on the topic of that and that you know kind of you know with all the things going on in my life at the time that kind of put it to a halt but uh you know since i'm releasing music again and i'm trying to put myself back out there and you know i have a lot of music from the past that i'm really proud of and you know i put a lot of work in over the years and stuff i wanted to kind of reestablish. Uh, what I was doing before and also kind of have a way to to promote my new project. So my new Larry the Lion music. Um, I'm also in a band called Balsam Grove, which uh, was, you know, I was doing that back in Texas. But now we have members that are all across, you know, that are in different states. And That's cool. Yeah. So it's kind of we're kind of uh, working remotely on that right now. But we have an album that we've been working on for a while that we all have been putting so much fucking effort into, That's you cool. know, over the past couple of years. It's been a really slow kind of process. But um, in October, I'm actually flying out to Michigan to meet up with one of the members and we're going to uh, finish recording and mixing the album and i'm hoping that the third member will also be there as well but it's kind of one of those things that we're still working out so we'll, sure so we'll see how it goes so there's yeah larry the lion balsam grove and then you know i'm also looking at some other projects that are you know kind of under wraps right now too but it's basically just noise music is basically just my catalog of my my current and previous work and my collaborators and people that I really believe in that do music that I think needs to be heard. Hell yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's just noise, you know? The reason why I called it that is because, you know, a lot of aggressive music, heavy music, and not, not even just heavy music, but like underground music, you know, yeah. home recorded music that's made with love by, by people like me and a lot of people in the local scene, you know? To, to the common listener, it can be referred to as just noise. Sure. So I've, I, I've I, heard that. Yeah. So I thought that it was kind of an ironic name, and I wanted my underground music and the people that I am personally invested in and want to help promote, you know, they're part of they're part of the family, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And everybody that supports it's part of that family. So I'm basically just trying to get things back off the ground and trying to get out there and be more prolific again. It's something I really believe in and oh, yeah. put a lot of work and time into. And, you know, I just want people to hear some good music, you know? That's what's up. Hell yeah. 
Well, awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming today. Uh, it was great having you here. I hope you had fun. Hell yeah. Oh, dude, I am totally blitz, man. I'm having a great time. <laughs> we did our job. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a perfect time to go and work on some music. So I'm going to be working on music right after we're done hanging out here. So. Fuck yeah. Thank you guys for joining us today. Make sure you like, subscribe, share with your friends. Uh, check out his links um, and... Uh, Make sure to check out immaturestoners.com for uh, apparel, shirts, stuff like that. Uh, we have funny stoner shirts and stuff. So, uh, yeah. Stay high, Africa. Oh, yeah.